Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Vera Shafiq podcast, real and relevant discussions on business, marketing, technology, and digital. I'm your host, Vera Shafiq, and I talk to people in business and marketing who care about doing marketing the right way and want to be proud of the work they do. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and review, and I hope you enjoy the show. And talking of doing marketing the right way, are you a digital marketer looking to sharpen the saw when it comes to your professional skills? In that case, I highly recommend the University of Florida Digital Marketing Certification. I'm honored to be a member of the steering committee for this program, which has been developed for marketing professionals of all levels and teaches you how to apply principles and techniques that drive success in marketing in the digital age. In this course, you'll get to solve real world challenges and use practices developed by top companies, while digital marketing experts and professional instructors guide you through every step. Visit the link in the show notes for more info. And now let's dive into this week's episode. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about some CTV advertising today? I wanted to discuss this really hot topic. It's something that about two or three years ago was not really talked about as much in the marketing world. And uh, probably if you asked a marketer, what CTV was then, they would have a very vague response. But now it's become a very popular method of advertising. It's in the news, it's in the media, everyone's talking about it. And it really was accelerated with the pandemic. And starting in March 2020, which was the catalyst for all of this, CTV advertising has been growing in popularity. And the reason it's been growing in popularity is because of the massive growth of people who are actually watching TV through streaming services and on large TV screens. So uh, let's talk a little bit about streaming services and what those include. We're all familiar with the Netflix, the Hulus, the Disney Pluses, and the plethora of streaming services that have now come into our lives. And we're able to now select and choose what we watch when we watch it and it's all video on demand. Well, you know, we we know that this viewing behavior has been exacerbated and propelled uh, because of the pandemic and there's several reasons why. Uh, you're probably familiar with all of these, but let's just touch on some of them. With the pandemic, people were spending more time at home and obviously they're looking for some kind of entertainment, some kind of distraction from all of the you know, the doom and gloom of the pandemic. And of course, they were stuck at home. So what else is there to do than watch content on your streaming devices, right? Uh, The other thing is that family time became super important over the pandemic. And people tended to want to sit together as a family and watch more content in front of the big screen. So, um, you know, there's the big screen viewing types of behaviors that we've seen, but there's also the smaller device viewing that's also become really popular. And that's the viewing that takes place on screens such as your mobile phone, your tablet, or your desktop. Um, And that is also regarded as streaming content. And we'll talk a little bit about 
the distinctions between viewing on those different devices in just a little bit. But, you know, we all know that not only has the proliferation of viewing streaming content on TVs become very, very popular across the board, but people have also started spending a lot more time on social media and YouTube, which is another big format of streaming video. So according to Nielsen, streaming amounted to 142.5 minutes on average per week in the second quarter of 2020. And that was up from 81.7 minutes the year prior. So, um, you know, obviously streaming consumption has gone up. And in the U.S. alone, people spend an average of two hours per day on digital video. And that's according to eMarketer. So these stats just back up what we just talked about is the pandemic, as it has done to many aspects of consumer behavior, has really accelerated the growth of this kind of media consumption and in turn has now put into the forefront the attractiveness to run CTV advertising from a marketing standpoint. In fact, the pandemic was such a catalyst that actually there was a big um, inflection point that happened in 2020, and that was the fact that 2020 marked the year that marketers could reach more U.S. households via streaming TV services than they could on conventional cable TV. So that was a big, big turning point. And, um, you know, I don't think that we'll be, we'll be going back to uh, the previous level. So streaming TV and streaming services have now come to the forefront. One of the advantages that we know about uh, advertising on these types of channels is that we can reach incremental audiences. So what do I mean by incremental audiences? These are audiences or eyeballs of people that we can't reach using traditional linear TV advertising. And that's because these are people that don't have cable TV. They're cord cutters or cord nevers, people that have either stopped their cable service or have never had a cable service in the first place. And that brings to mind the younger generations, of course, the millennials and the Generation Z, who really didn't care for cable, didn't even get into cable and have have immediately uh, subscribed to streaming services. So that's the incremental audience that we can reach using uh, CTV and OTT advertising. So I use those two acronyms kind of almost interchangeably, even though they are not interchangeable. There is a distinction between CTV and OTT. So let's talk a little bit about the distinctions there. So OTT stands for over the top, and it refers to TV content that's streamed over the internet without the need to be subscribed to a traditional cable box service. So it's, you know, content that you can watch on your desktop or your laptop, you can watch it on your phone, you can watch it on your tablet. And it's usually high quality, long form video that can be viewed on these devices. So That's OTT. And then when we switch to CTV, what we're really talking about is a subset of OTT. So CTV is a subset of OTT and stands for connected TV. Essentially, what we're talking about here is the type of device on which OTT content is viewed. 
Um, when we're talking about CTV or connected TV, we are talking about smart TVs, which are televisions with a built-in internet connection and connected devices such as a, a Roku that plugs into a TV and the internet to enable apps and video streaming regardless of whether the TV itself is smart. And that also includes things like game consoles such as PlayStation and Xbox. So that's the distinction between the two. Although the terms are often used interchangeably in terms of advertising channels, but I think it's important to understand that distinction. An insight into some of this viewing behavior is that most OTT content is watched actually on a CTV, meaning most people are watching OTT streaming content on a large screen device, which is a connected TV, and that's 75% to be precise. So... When we think about this, we really want to understand and kind of um, absorb the fact that people, when they watch streaming media, are in a lean back type of uh, mode or uh, behavior or mindset. So when I say lean back, I mean that they are really watching TV like traditionally TV has always been watched, which is they're not seeking out anything. They're not searching for anything. They're not trying to connect with friends and family like they would be on social media. They're actually just ready to absorb the content and um, are really receptive to any kind of messaging that is going to be conveyed to them at that point. So engaged audiences specifically on CTV are watching from their couch in front of the big screen and you know that goes that that plays into that whole lean back type of mindset right they're on their couch they're watching the big screen they're probably sitting with the family or or friends so it's not just a single person viewing that content it's multiple viewership and the important thing is that they cannot skip or fast forward the ads so when you're watching this type of content on a large screen TV, there is no button to fast forward the ad. So the beauty of this is that now any advertising that we place on streaming media, which is mostly viewed on a CTV large screen device, is going to be watched in its entirety, meaning it's non-skippable and the viewer is going to watch the entire commercial uninterrupted. So if you're a marketer looking to do some full funnel advertising, uh, you're looking for brand awareness, you're looking for upper funnel eyeballs, looking to get some mass reach and capture net new audiences, then I'm going to say CTV is for you and you should definitely be looking at it. Okay, so let's talk about some of the advantages of CTV advertising uh, when compared to the more traditional linear TV advertising. So the first thing is the budgets. You don't have to have the large budgets that you would have had to have if you wanted to run uh, linear TV ads. So typically the barrier to entry is much lower. And for CTV advertising, you could get in at as little as five to $10,000 a month for uh, some CTV advertising. And again, this depends on the provider that you are using or the programmatic DSP. But typically, if you're running CTV programmatically, it's pretty inexpensive and you can get that broad reach 
that uh, you couldn't have got at that price on linear TV. The second advantage of CTV advertising, I think is one of the biggest ones, it's the targeting capabilities. So you can target your audiences uh, based on their demographics, their behaviors, their interests, their in-market attributes, as well as you could target them on household income, all that kind of rich data that you are used to targeting your audiences on other platforms such as paid social or display, right? You have access to those same types of granular audiences on CTV advertising. You can also do geo-targeting, which is by state, DMA, or even by zip code. Um, and this is in contrast to linear TV, where typically when you're running linear TV, you are targeting programming or content or, you know, stations such as uh, CNN or, you know, Bravo or, you know, all the different channels that people watch. And what you're doing there is kind of assuming that the type of people watching those channels are the type of people that you are interested in putting your message in front of. So it's a little bit more of a guessing game, and it's also a lot broader. Now, there are ways to make your linear TV buys more addressable. I'm not going to go into those today, but you can get a little bit more granular with a linear TV buy. But in short, CTV gives you all of the targeting capabilities that any other digital media buy will give you. So that's a great, great advantage to it. The other um, advantage to that is that now you can integrate your CTV ads into all of your other digital campaigns. So you can run them all from one platform, and that would be your DSP, and you can have those campaigns share each other's data and now your campaigns are going to be that much more powerful and that much more effective because data is being shared across various platforms that could be display that could be ctv that could be retargeting so all that now happens in one place on your digital platform and leading onto this is now you are able to measure your performance in a lot more of an accurate way using the CTV channel and uh, placing these ads programmatically. So your full funnel measurement starts from impressions, can go all the way through to traffic and sales. And um, some of the metrics that you will typically be looking at with CTV advertising will be impressions, reach, uh, video completion rate, which we talked about. And typically you're going to see very high video completion rates of 95% plus because as we mentioned, CTV ads are non-skippable, so the completion rate is going to be super high. And you can also track site visits and traffic. And, you know, you will do this in a very similar way that you would have tracked your linear TV buys, which is by putting a vanity phone number, vanity URL, or even using things like QR codes on the ads themselves so that now you have some unique identifier by which you can track visits to your website. In addition to this, you can add what is known as cross-device tracking to your CTV buys. And what this does is it allows you to track activity within the household across devices. So if somebody watches your CTV ad on the smart TV and then goes into the bedroom, picks up their mobile phone and searches for your website on that device, 
you're now able to tie that into the impression that was served to them on the TV. And this is done through IP address tracking and uh, placing a pixel on your website. So I won't go into all the technicalities of that, but cross-device tracking is super powerful when it comes to measuring things like actual conversions because you can now track people who go to the site and actually do uh, a follow-up behavior such as becoming a lead or purchasing a product. One of the other great things about using CTV advertising is the ability to be agile and nimble with your budgets and to be able to reallocate your advertising dollars on the fly based on your real-time performance. Another great aspect to CTV advertising is the ability to do easy and efficient creative split testing. So, you know, you're uploading video content, which is in MP4 or .mov uh, format. So these are just standard video formats. You're uploading video that's in a 16 by 9 aspect ratio, which is typically what you'll use for, for example, YouTube uh, videos. And you're able to upload as many versions of your creative as you would like. Um, so it's, it's pretty inexpensive to throw up a few different versions of creative, run them in parallel and test them really quickly, get some results and keep optimizing. Now to do that on a linear TV buy is a lot more of a process. It takes longer. It's more expensive. You're not getting results as quickly as uh, within a few days. It's, it's more weeks. So all in all with CTV advertising, if you really are interested in split testing your creative and understanding what messaging and content is resonating with your audience on that channel, then CTV is the way to go. So I've talked about some of the advantages of CTV advertising and how it can be a really great addition to your marketing mix, but I'm not suggesting that everyone should jump on CTV advertising right away. Obviously, there are uh, things that you need to look at, considerations that you need to make before jumping onto this channel. Uh, first of all, you want to make sure that you have the basics of your digital marketing strategy nailed down. Things like paid search, paid social, um, definitely do some display advertising, retargeting, those kinds of channels. And then start looking at CTV as an additional tactic to add for upper funnel awareness. And certainly if you're running linear TV ads, I would definitely take a look at CTV advertising to uh, supplement those ads and reach incremental audiences. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like what you heard, please subscribe to catch more episodes and I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review and share with your friends and colleagues. Visit my website at virashafiq.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Clubhouse, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.